Learn how to build your faith on God's word and live a life of 100% victory, 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. A big shot. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. We give you worship. We bless your name. Thank you for the month of March. Hallelujah. We are marching forward this month. We sanctify this month. We bless this month. Thank you because glad tidings will be our portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus mighty name we have worship. One more time let's celebrate our king. Let's celebrate our king. Glory to God. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can't hear you. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. All right, we're starting a new series this month. It's titled Blessed and Not Stressed. Blessed, not stressed. I decree over everyone. Your journey from this month will be stressless in the name of Jesus. I said your journey from this month will be stressless in the name of Jesus. I'm very excited about this series because uh, I've, I've, been, I've been a bit troubled about how many Christians are operating. You know, we are just operating below God's best. There's nothing as sad as operating below God's best. How many of you, uh, Chidi, what's yours? Is he a son? You have a son, Nabi? Two sons, only you. <laughs> are you, you we are not done, Nabi. Is your wife our ass? You men don't know when they are done. It's a woman that will tell you she's done. If she's not done, you can see born. <laughs> okay, you have two sons. What are their names? Edward and Chiweta. How you go move from Edward to Chiweta? You either give them Igbo names or give them English names. Why are you just mixing it? Edward and Duke. Eh. Edward Chiweta. You don't start calling for them. Come. <laughs> so, you, you basically provide the basics for them. Maybe food, clothing, housing. You know, picture that you have capacity to provide housing and food for them. But picture that they are living like, you know those, those pictures they always show us of children suffering in Africa? How many of you know those pictures? Since they bombed me, those pictures never reduced. Now the same, you know, those hungry looking children that there's even no water, no food. And I, there are probably places like that where people are dealing with that. I understand that. But I'm just saying, picture, that's how sometimes God looks at us when we are living below his capacity. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. When we're living, you know, so a, a lot of the things that look like a, a prayer revival here is, is us begging our Father for what is already ours. It's very sad. Hallelujah. It's very sad. 
So, it's part of what I'm going to address in this, uh, in this series. Let me read one of my guys' testimonies here. He was just telling me that that pandemic period, this was a while ago, but just telling me that the pandemic period was very blessed for him. That, in fact, he began to feel bad because almost everybody he, around him or people he was talking to were sharing stories of woe and how things were tough. But for him, he said things were so good that he couldn't even tell them because it looked like, you know, he was being a bad person. He said about six weeks to our wedding anniversary, I just felt like, you know, make sense, make my wife still they use Uber. He said, so I made up my mind that I would buy her a car. He said, the budget was two million naira max. He said, and I was going to take it out of my savings. He said, long story short, I bought her an SUV for five million. He said, and I didn't touch my savings. He says, it's from the comfort of my home studio I made, I made the money. He said, I didn't even have to go out. It was the comfort of my home studio. He says, um, I thank God. He said, you know that church project? He said, I told you that um, I was going to give 100K. <laughs> when we're doing beauty project, his pledge was 100K. He says, like play, like play. We ended up giving about four or five million towards the project. And he continued some more testimonies. The point, the point is that, you see, the hardship that is going on and will go on is not targeted at you. It's not for you. Don't participate. Are you here, somebody? Do not what? Participate. As believers, we are not meant to live by miracles. Because that's my focus for every, every of the service. I have a topic, a subtopic, okay? The general series is blessed, not stressed. But for this morning, I'm talking about more than miracles. There's something more than miracles. God never intended that you live by miracles. You know, many Christians want a miracle. If I ask, who... Who wants a miracle here? Everybody wants a miracle. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. We like miracles. But you need to realize that living by miracles wasn't God's design for you. God's best for you is not to live by miracles. There's something more than miracles that God wants you to live by. And until you tap into it, you will just be shortchanging yourself and living below God's best for you. You'll be living below God's best for you. You'll be living below God's best for you. And, 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 and I'm, like I said, I'm so upset about how Christians are living below God's best. You don't understand. It's very painful. Picture these picture children living like those, those, those children that can't have food. And there's no need. Chidi can afford to provide um, housing for them, provide food for them, provide clothes for them. Yet they are living like that. That's how many Christians live, begging. You know, they always show those children begging for food. That's how Christians are living. When you beg for miracles, when you pray for miracles, that's how you are. You are living below God's best. God never intended us to live by miracles. Miracles are not even for you. Are you here, somebody? Miracles are not for you. God doesn't want you to live by miracles. There's something more than miracles. There's something better than miracles. 
And that's the real thing God gave man. Genesis chapter 1. Verse 26. It says, and God said, let us make man in what? After what? And let them have what? Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and all those things upon the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. And in the image of him, created male and female and all that. Verse 28. And God did what? <clears throat> Say that again. And God did what? God did what? God did what? Say it one more time. God did what? God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. And what? Replenish the earth. And what? Subdue it. And what? Have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air, and over what? Upon the face of the earth. He said, and God blessed them. And God, what? Blessed them. God designed us to live by the blessing. He never designed us to live by miracles. The best way to know what God's will is, is to check what he does. Check how that when he made Adam, he didn't start by miracles for Adam. What he did to Adam is to bless him. He empowered him for things to start to work. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He blessed him. He blessed him. And when Adam messed up and, and things went wrong, look at the things that began to go wrong. If you go to Genesis chapter 3, after man sinned, he said, see what he told Adam. Did you bring it for me? He said, from now on, the earth that used to be blessed, he says, I said, unto him, I said because thou hast hearkened to the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. He said, Cost is what? Now, now, please take note. Please take note. This is very important. This is very important. God would never curse his people. In fact, God doesn't even curse people. Are you here, somebody? Because all these things are part of why Christians are prayer beggars today. Such shameful, such shameful practices that we practice as Christians. Always begging. How many of you would like your children to be begging you like that every day? See the picture Edward and Duke every day. Baby, we want to eat today. Is that not a shame for this man? Then imagine the Almighty God. Every day you need a miracle. This is what is what's going on in Christianity today. This is why we don't have people that can change the society. So we don't have people that can change government because they're busy. They're busy begging God. This is what we're doing in Christianity. Such a shame. Such a shame. And, 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 and it's spreading everywhere. You are not a prayer beggar. What they told Abraham is that I will bless you 
and you eh? I'm, I'm coming there. Because if you're busy begging for something, where would you are you going to be? It's you they were talking to. They are waiting for you up, but you up. Every day. And, 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 and some people think this, this is a prayer life. They think that's a prayer life. <laughs> they think that's a prayer life. That every day we report, God, do something again. Signs and wonders are not for Christians. See the name the Bible called it, signs and wonders. What does that mean? Sign is a sign that God exists. You, are you confused about God's existence? Signs and wonders wasn't designed for Christians. It was not designed for us. Signs is to just, in case there are people that still doubt God. All right? So they see signs that there must be something behind this thing. They see wonders, things that make them still say, ah. So for people that are finding it hard to comprehend God, when they see signs and wonders, they, under, they follow. But for you that are the believer, they say the signs and wonders follow you. Such a shame, man. Such a shame. I pray you will understand this. Daily, God, do it again. He said, let's go back to this thing. He said, the ground is cursed for your sake. He said, in sorrow shall thou do what? Eat of it all the days of... Now, notice that God didn't say... The Bible didn't say God cursed Adam. Neither did the Bible say God cursed the ground. What the Bible said is what? Cursed is the ground. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Are you getting what I'm saying at all? You're looking like you're angry. God was informing Adam of the repercussion. God didn't say, I curse you, Adam. God does not curse. Not that he cannot, not that he lacks the ability to, but it's just not his MO. It's not what he does. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. It's not what he does. So God was informing Adam that, look, because you have stepped out of the blessing, you are now left to natural operation. And in natural operation, you will sweat. Sorrow means stress. Sorrow there doesn't mean uh, you are crying. No. Sorrow means that, this word here, sorrow, means stress. Say, in sorrow shall thou eat of it. So you are going to hustle. What they mean now is that you are going to hustle to eat, meaning that it was never God's plan that we live to eat, that we are working to eat. No, Adam was never working to eat. Adam was working more for meaning. There's so much ground to cover. I don't know if I'll be able to finish everything I want to say today. That's why you, you must never just be working to pay your bills. You are, you, are, you are shortchanging yourself. You are robbing yourself of the true meaning of life. You are supposed to be working because you are adding value in that thing you are doing. That should be why you should work. That should be why you should work. You are robbing yourself of the joy 
of the true, the, true, the true meaning of work. Adam was not working to eat. Adam was working to contribute. Adam was working to express his abilities. Now, understand that, yes, you have bills to pay. I get that. So, sometimes you might need to take up things, but as you are doing that, keep looking to move your life to the point of meaning. People that are working for a meaning, they get paid twice. They get paid in cash, and they get paid in fulfillment. That's why, even when you make money, that's why a lot of rich people still commit suicide. Because when they make money, they find out, is this, is this all? They still commit suicide. Because they're tired of life. But for people working for meaning, they don't even know when they make money. Because they're already working for something bigger than money. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So God was telling Adam that cost is the ground. That because of, you have stepped out of the blessing now, this ground will become natural. It will become natural, which means you will now stress to make it produce. The word sorrow there doesn't mean crying. It means stress. It's out of, out of sweat now. Hallelujah. That's why in, in Proverbs 10.22, Proverbs 10.22, if you compare that scripture now to Proverbs 10.22, it says the blessing of the Lord does what? And added what? Do you see? It's a, it's a direct correlation to what happened before. Before, sorrow was introduced. When they restored the blessing now, they said it will make you rich and it will remove that sorrow factor that was introduced from that. Is somebody getting this? This same sorrow is the same thing as saying stress. This is why we say you are blessed and not stressed. This is where the title came from. You are blessed and not stressed. You are not meant to stress for any natural thing. If you are stressing for it, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you seven ways to know that you are working in God's blessing. Because you can be blessed and not be working in it. May your prayer life change from today. No more prayer beggars. Miracles are not for you. It's not for you. It's not you they designed it for. God never intended. If, if it was miracles, he would have started doing miracles for Adam. Adam would just be going on the road and he'd just see uh, yam. No. He blessed him. He said everything will be working. You see the difference. As we go through the series, you understand why miracles are not God's best. You understand it. Miracles are so limited. They are for adverts. They are not a staple. They are not the staple of a believer. They are not the staple of a believer. Every day. Oh God, do another thing. Every day. And so people don't miss those, those kind of prayers. They like those kind of prayers. They don't miss it. Time you are supposed to use to fellowship with the Lord. Let's see what I will. I hope I will cover enough ground. So, Adam missed it, stepped out of the blessing. Everything became natural, which involved sweating to eat. After a while, God introduced, God, God blessed me different people before he got to Adam, um, Abraham. He got to a guy called Abraham. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis 12, from verse 1. See, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kingdom and from thy father's house unto a land I will show you. Next verse. 
He said, and I will make of thee what? Great nation. And I will what? Bless thee. And make what? Thy name great. And then thou shalt be what? Do you see this? Throughout scripture, whenever God wanted to use somebody, he didn't do a miracle for them. He blessed them. Did it with Noah? Did it with Abraham? Did it like that? He blessed them. He didn't do a miracle for them. He blessed them. He said, and he bl- say, I'll, bl- I'll, I'll, I'll make you a great nation. I'll make you a great nation. A great nation. Listen, I don't know what you do, but you are meant to be a great nation in that thing. You see, this is how you're supposed to be thinking. You see, this should move your mindset from getting an accommodation to, for yourself, move it to building an estate, and getting accommodation for many people. You see, but miracle mentality is you getting a house for yourself. That's the difference. I will give you all the explanation as we go throughout this month. If after this month you are still a prayer beggar, then I have no way to help you more than that. They must not find you in, in any begging line. It's not for you. Can you imagine, children? As in this church now, by doing charity, we are giving out bread. My own children are now there. That's what Christians are doing. Now join the line with the people we are doing charity for. But that's what you are doing. Because the God of miracle is your father. But you are still in line begging him. You are still in line begging him. The God of miracle. He is your father. Do you understand that? Imagine my children. Imagine my children. Join the line. We're sharing rice, Lawrence. We're sharing rice this Easter. Where's where's Arinze? Arinze, where's Arinze? What are we sharing this Easter? We are, we are, always, uh, <laughs> are we sharing anything this Easter? Any outreach? We're not doing. Okay, we're just preaching gospel. <laughs> okay. But December, what did we share? We shared rice. And what? Rice and chicken. It's a great thing. But picture my children. Picture Arinze's children. His head of benevolence. Picture our children. Edward and Duke. No, you see how crazy it looks? That's what you do when you are every morning joining a prayer line for your father to rescue you. It's a shame. Big shame. It's not for you. God blesses. He wants you to walk in the blessing. Listen, when you walk in the blessing, when you now become a blessing. It's a better way to live. It's a better way to live. So he told Abraham, I'll make your name great. He says, thou shalt be a blessing. Next verse, he said, I will bless them that bless thee, and I will curse them that curse thee. And indeed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So what is the blessing? What is the blessing? Simple. The blessing is God empowering you. So if I want to use modern day language, I would say it is simply having God's goodwill and good deeds behind you. Having God's goodwill and his good deeds behind you. That means all of 
heaven's resources are behind you. When in politics, if I say, if I say Ogbona um, has my blessing, if I'm a political uh, godfather, and I say Ogbona has my blessing to run for local government chairman in Amuo, what does that mean? It means that all my connections and all my money will go into supporting him. You get what I'm saying? That's what the blessing means. It means God saying, look, I sponsor you. So, all my connections, all my resources are backing you in life. All my influence, all my affluence are with you. So, when God says you are blessed, it means you are carrying God's support. You are carrying the full heaven's support. In life. That's what the blessing is. And that's why, that's why, you see, Abraham could never have been poor. He could never lack anything. Anything that was needed was supplied. When he needed protection, when he needed help, when he needed favor. You see, the blessing is superior to money. Money is just part of the things that the blessing can do. But it's not the main thing the blessing does. Because there are many times you can have money and not be able to do many things. When you have the blessing, you have all of heaven's resources. Sometimes what you need is connection, not money. Sometimes what you need is favor, not money. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you have not lived long, you might not know this, but money is very limited. There are many, that's why we have many billionaires that run for presidency in Nigeria. Am I correct? And they never win. Then somebody that is totally, all of us, you know, ordinarily doesn't have the money. Oh, you don't know your president didn't have money before he came. He didn't, he was... Lived in, he lived in his village, one house, not, no, nothing major. Nothing major going on. So, if you know anything, you know that money in itself is very limited. There are many things money can do. People just over, over, you know, and it's mainly poor people. Rich people know. It's mainly poor people. Poor people see money as heaven. They see money as God. It's God, they don't have it. People that have it have come to realize you can't buy real relationships with money. Real ones. You can't even buy a good wife with money. You can buy a wife. You can't buy a good wife. Are you here, somebody? So it's having all of heaven's support with you. Hallelujah. So everything is working. Creation did not stop when God created man. Creation ended when God blessed man. That was the last thing God did before he rested. After he made man, he blessed him. He empowered him. He said, go and succeed. Hallelujah. So you saw, we saw in the life of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and somebody said, but I am not connected to Abraham. I'm not connected to Isaac. Very simple. If you're a born-again Christian, Galatians 3, Galatians 3, from verse 13. It says, Christ has what? Redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on tree. Now, stop there. The main sentence in this verse 13 is, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The remaining things they wrote there is explaining the main sentence. Do you understand? 
It's important that you understand that. Did you bring it up? It's important you understand. It said, Christ has what? Redeemed us from the curse of the law. Comma. So that's the main sentence. Every other thing after that was explaining. He said, being made, they were explaining how he redeemed us, that he was being made the curse for us, for it is written. They were just explaining that the principle is that curse is everyone that hangs on what? So basically the real sentence here, the main thing, is the first line, which says what? Say it again. What does it say? Now go to verse 14. So or you can read it like this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham might come on us. The whole drama of bringing Christ and for him dying for us is to also bring us to that point where we carry the same blessing of Abraham. You don't understand. The Jews, <laughs> there's so much to cover. Why didn't they say the blessing of Adam? Because Adam too was blessed, Abby. From Genesis 1, 26, that was also Adam was also blessed, Abby. But why didn't they connect us to the blessing of Adam? Why is it the blessing of Abraham? The blessing of Adam had conditions. So that is why when Adam sinned, he stepped out of the blessing. They say you will now be sorrowing. But you see, the blessing of Abraham, you connect to it by faith. So it doesn't have conditions. Now, so it's a better blessing, in quotes. So now, when the children of Israel, because they, they all see Abraham as their father, um, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. You know Jacob is Israel. Hope you know that. The whole country of Israel is came from Jacob. The whole population of Israel, there are about 11 million. That's this country you hear about, Israel, Israel, that we all hear about, eh? There are about 11 million people. This, I don't know how many, Lagos is how many? Eh? Lagos is about 21 or 22 million, the whole Lagos. So in other words, the country Israel is half of Lagos. Yet, in terms of inventions that have changed the world, they are number one. In terms of Nobel Prize, they are number one. Economics, they control the even the economy of America. 11 million people. And it's this blessing that we are talking about today is what God gave them. And remember, I told you the difference between the blessing of Adam and the blessing of Abraham is that this one is unconditional. If God has released it and you plug into it, that's all. And God said, I have to bring you guys, the Gentiles, people that are not naturally connected to it. I have to bring you into it. And he did that by crucifying Christ and now says, we, we are now joined to the blessing of Abraham. Are you here, somebody? This is why you cannot be poor. The thing that can make you poor does not exist. What is happening majorly to Christians is that they are not activating that blessing in their life. They are not working it. They are in the begging line. Instead of being in the blessing line, they are in the begging line. They, they are trying to convince God to see them. 
trying to convince God to have mercy on them, trying to convince God that to remember them. What a shame. What a shame. When you pray like that, it upsets God. When you pray like that. Remember me. Chidi, remember Duke. What a shameful prayer. He said, I will never leave you. Which one is now remember me? He doesn't, some, a lot of people are calling prayer. God doesn't know what they're talking about. Because who is this? What are you saying? Did you bring them to church? Did you bring them to church today? They come for second service. So imagine that you are going home, you and your wife are going home, and your children are shouting, Daddy, remember us. Do you see how shameful our prayers are? And we pray every day. Oh, these are everyday prayers. Oh, God. Sad. Very sad what Christians are doing today. Which day are you going to change the world? If you are still thinking like that. You are supposed to, the reason you are blessed for you to be a blessing, but you are still stuck on begging. Seven ways if you, to know if you are walking in the blessing. So if you are not walking in it, you start adjusting from now. And then from throughout the series, we will start looking at the difference between the blessing and the miracle and how to activate the blessing and other things. Number one, how to know you are walking in the blessing. He said you will get results that are not commensurate with your efforts or qualification. If you are here and you sweat for everything you get, you are not yet walking in the blessing. The blessing doesn't mean you won't work hard. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. You definitely work hard. But one of the things you should be able to say at the end of every month, at the end of every year, at the end of every season of your life, you should be able to look at the results you are seeing on ground and know that the effort I put in is not what brings this result. Are you here, somebody? Do you know why many people are not close to God? You, you can never be close to somebody you beg. You can't be close there. You are only close to people that lavish favor on you. Go and check. If you have friends that always treat you nice and do good things for you, you, are, you naturally feel closer to them. You're never close to somebody you beg. You're never close to somebody you borrow things from. If you're owing somebody money, do you enjoy seeing their call? <laughs> you see, you're falling in it. You, 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 you don't, your disposition towards their name on your caller ID is not excitement. Now, if there's somebody that's always calling you to take you out for lunch. Or calling you to send you something. When, you, when they are calling you, see their name. Before you even pick, you're already what? Excited. It's very simple. So many Christians will never be close to God because they see him as somebody that they beg. One of the ways you know you're walking the blessing is that you always see results bigger than what you're putting. We saw that in the life of Isaac, Genesis 26. Said there was a farmer in the land, and Isaac sowed in the land, and he reaped a hundredfold. He said he prospered so much that the Philistines envied him. Some of you, the result, the efforts you are putting in, is even bringing lower results. You are not yet activating the blessing. You are blessed already. Don't get me wrong. As a believer, you're already blessed. From the day you accepted Christ, you became blessed. However. 
activating it or using it is a different ball game altogether. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's a different ball game. It's not, it's not automatic. I've shared this story so many times because it always reminds me of Christians. I've shared the story so many times of that guy, one guy that was a killer and he was killing people. He would go to people's house and kill their family, kill their children. And one day he was about to enter one guy's house and the guy saw him. The guy had his family in the house, but he met the thief outside the house and was able to stop the thief and took the gun from the thief. I thought, ah, you know, it don't end. God don't do one for him. Do you know what this joker did? He did what many Christians do. He put the gun in his other hand and was now punching the thief. Gone. You collected the gun from a thief. You're supposed to, at that point, if you, if you don't want to kill him, you can hold him at gunpoint till police comes. Abby? This guy put his gun on the other hand and was fighting physically. That's what many of us do. You are empowered with something great. You put it aside and you like your hustle so much. You like your suffering so much. You like that manual and physical war so much. You know what happened? The thief took the gun back. Mm. I read last week in the, on the island where I preached. He said, the Bible said, the children of this world, they are wiser in their own generation than the children of light. You can't go low to the level of the unbeliever. He's better at it than you. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's better at that level of fight than you. Stay on your own realm. That's where your victory is. Are you here, somebody? You can't hustle with a hustler. He will win you. That's the only thing he knows, the hustler. He knows how to play dirty. He knows how to bribe. She knows how to sleep around. You can't come down from your own level of glory to come and fight him. He will finish you. He has survival tactics that you don't have. And you're not even meant to have it because you are blessed of the Lord. God fights for you. But when you leave it and fight for yourself, they will beat you because you can't fight them. That thief collected the gun back and went to kill the family. <laughs> so that's number one. Results must not be commensurate to your effort or qualification. You must always see that there was an increase beyond what you could have done. Second thing, growth you can't explain. There must be growth you can't explain. Just like the testimony I read today, the guy said in the midst of the heavy pandemic, was planning to buy a car, two million for his wife, ended up buying one for five million, and he didn't touch his savings. He thought he was going to take two million from his savings. He didn't even have to touch it. And he increased it. That's how you see it. Increase or growth you can't explain. If you can explain every growth you're experiencing, you have not yet activated the blessing. If you're never experiencing growth at all, then you are far from activating. You're already blessed. Don't get me wrong. So the prayer is not, oh God, bless me. That's why, oh God, bless me is one of the most useless prayers you can pray. Oh God, bless me. God is going, what are you talking about? You're already blessed. But you need to activate it. You need to walk in it. Growth that you can't explain. See Jacob. The Bible said Jacob came to where he went to with just a staff. And by the time he was leaving, he had a host of servants and family and everything. Unexplainable growth. Jacob worked for Lebanese. Sorry, for Laban. 
They work for Laban. And the Bible says Laban changed his wages ten times. Laban dealt with him. Maybe you have a bad boss. You have a bad system. Look, the blessing is greater than that sister. The blessing will still make you grow. Inside there. They couldn't stop Jacob. They changed his wages. I mean, go and read the story. That's what the Bible is for. Go and read the story. The Bible is meant to change your mentality. When you read those stories, not just for history. This Laban guy, was his mouth was never straight. Anything he tells Jacob was never so. He told Jacob, you marry uh, Rachel. Is it Rachel? He told Jacob, you marry Rachel. Then he got to the wedding. He gave Jacob the other one. This Laban guy is a crook. He told, he told Jacob, I'll be paying you 10 million naira per month. When salary time came, he said, eh, you know, things are somehow. It's just out of lockdown. So I'll pay you 2 million. Then next week, he, he kept changing his wages 10 times. Jacob was going to die there if not for the blessing. Finally, they were now going to strike a deal to see how crooked this guy was. They were going to strike a deal. Jacob said, I've served you for many years. I want to go. So how do, we, how do you say to me? Laban said, very simple. Um, all the cattle that have spots will be your own. Then the one that are playing colored will be my own. And they agreed. <laughs> Merely Jacob left the agreement place. Laban called all his children and separated all the cattle that had spots and told them to take it far away. Meaning that by the time it's time to pay this guy, there won't be one cattle. You see how crooked this Lebanese... Lebanese um, Leban... <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. No. <laughs> Do you see how crooked this Laban guy was? So this was not a joke. This guy was a crooked mafia don. Crooked guy. He was planning to keep that guy poor. You see, most times when, when we as Christians face these things... We, we now step down to natural means. That's what happens. We enter natural means. We start mafia. We start stealing. Say, hey, I'm a wicked or guy. Start, we start stealing his goat. Steal one goat. You know, in all of this, Jacob still kept his integrity. God, the blessing came to help him. So, cattle that were plain colored began to give birth to cattle that were spotted. Hey, Hey, you see, you're not a prayer beggar. You have something better than miracles. Next week, when I do the difference between a miracle and a blessing, you will understand why you will not pray for a miracle like that again. You will be more focused on the blessing. You will see why. I will do it next week. Don't worry. You will see why. You are shortchanging yourself when you are praying for miracles. You are cheating yourself. And these plain-colored cows gave birth to so much Spotted cow that Jacob became richer than Laban. Who does that? The blessing on your life. <laughs> you see, and the man increased what? Exceedingly. I told you, increase you can't explain. If your account is the same way, year after year, you are not activating it all. You are working so much in the, in the salary. This is my salary. This is my budget. This is my... All those things are good, but you, your eyes must be... When you're budgeting, budget with the blessing. Not with your pay. This is why we tithe. When you don't tithe, it has shown where your faith is. Tithing is a lack... Not, not paying tithe is a lack of faith. Or let me say this way, it's, a, it's faith in the wrong thing. That's what it is. 
He said, and the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants and camels and asses. I don't know if the next thing tallies. And he heard the words of Laban's son saying, look at this, saying, Jacob had taken away all that was what? Our fathers. And of that which was our fathers, had he what? Gotten. The, the children of Laban were saying, this guy is now richer than us. With all the things they wanted to do to him. That's why you must never be involved in office politics. You can't join them. You can't fight like them. They will treat you bad. Don't worry. The person that is fighting for you, he won't just fight for you, he will compensate you. Do you understand? Hallelujah. He will bless you in a way that the same people that were fighting you are the ones that will share your testimony. Oh, come on, somebody. Number three, let me try and round up. <laughs> Number three, I have to rush now. When you are activating the blessing, you will live a no coincidence lifestyle. No coincidence. This message, you go and buy it and hear it very well. Let it sink. No coincidence lifestyle. What this means is that you will stop using the word lucky. You are not lucky, you are blessed. Christians are not lucky. It pains me when I hear Christians say, I was just lucky. No, you are not lucky. Lucky is from the word Lucifer. Lucky means chance. The things happening in your life, they are not by chance. It's not coincidence. In the Hebrew language, in the Bible language, there is no word coincidence. Because every incident is planned by God. Even when the incident looks negative, you will know it's God working something out. Oh, man. That means you will get so confident that even when you lose your job, you won't see it as a negative. You say there's something God is doing. No coincidence lifestyle. I get what I'm saying. When they caught Joseph, sold him as a slave, it looked like a bad thing. This influence inside the slave, they betrayed him. It looked like a bad thing. Even after the betrayal, they forgot him. It looked like a bad thing. All those things were setting him up to become prime minister. And he shared the testimony to his brothers. He said, what you planned for evil, God turned it for good. Hallelujah. He said, but as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Somebody breaks your heart, says he's not marrying you again, and you are crying, say, I'm dead. What are you dead in? <laughs> dead where? God wants to give you a better man, that's why. He wants to give you a better woman, that's why. Are you here, somebody? People that are walking the blessing, they don't beg anybody. Human beings are important, but they are not the source. So you don't allow any human being threatening you. No. And the way life is, people will leave you. You can't do anything about that one. But if God doesn't leave you, you are fine. Because for everybody that leaves, he's going to bring somebody better. Don't, don't bother people are leaving you. And so what? People will always leave. When you are begging people, it shows you. Don't, I, I, I mean, I, I, one, of my, one of my guys many years ago, he, he, he was in school. And he got to final year. He entered school. Uh, with all those fake papers, maybe fake wayek, and he got to final year, he didn't get the wayek or whatever, so they wanted to chuck him out of school final year. He, he was not a believer when he started the school, so it was towards the final year, he was now a Christian. He said, they're going to chuck me out of school. He said, I'm dead. He said, how do you talk like that? This certificate that people have and are still hungry and dying, is that what you're worried about? If you have the blessing, it's better than any certificate. With certificate, people will give you work. With the blessing, you will give people work. 
the, most of the young millionaires of today, how many of them are, are getting the money by certificates? You, are you not seeing the internet millionaires? Even the Instagram millionaires? Are you not seeing them? Most of the skits we are following, you know, it's whatever they are doing. And they do every day. Do you know that's millions every day? Which certificate are they using? And you are bothered about certificates. I'm not saying you should not get a certificate, but not that if you lose, you say, I'm anything making sure you are dead, except it's God that leaves you, then you are really dead. If it's not God, if it's a human being, a certificate, people are, eh, or money, you will be restored. If you have the blessing. Are you here, somebody? No coincidence, lifestyle. Things are falling in place. Bible said the steps of the righteous are ordered. If you miss your bus, there's something there. If you miss your flight, there's a reason. If you lose the money, there's a reason. You miss that contract, there's a reason. You get to that stage where you never see anything as a coincidence. You know, God is always working things out for me. Are you here, somebody? Next one. Number four. The ways you know you're activating the blessing is that peace is now your default setting. Peace, not stress. You know, many people's stress is their default setting. Then peace is when they, peace is the miracle. Say, ah, this year, this, this month was peaceful. No, peace should be default. You enjoy so much peace, you are wondering, like this guy, when, part of the testimony, he said, he, he, became so, he became so funny, he couldn't even talk because everybody was saying things were bad. He, he couldn't tell them. Because he had so much peace. You, that, that's like, your peace should be such that it scares you. You are worried that, am I seeing this Nigeria that people are talking about? That's how great your peace should be. I, I've seen people that stress is their default. If they have not suffered, they don't feel comfortable. You know people like that? If they have not suffered, they don't feel everything is normal. They've suffered so much, it has become their normal, their default. I decree over you. Every spirit of stress is removed from you in the name of Jesus. Peace will be your default set. Peace. I've seen people suffer. Say, I live abroad. In this abroad, you must hustle or do 13 jobs. Not you. I said, not you. The blessing will make up for it. Don't miss any, any part of this series. Oh, and open your heart and receive it. And buy the message and hear it. Let it sink in. Peace. You are, you are enjoying so much peace. You are almost uncomfortable with the peace. You're like, ah, ah. Everything just peaceful. Everything I need is just appearing without stress. That's what they said. The blessing supplies fully. That word rich is not money. Look, you will never see God really talking about money. He's talking about blessing. God blessing carries money and other things. So, I hope you know some people have money and don't have peace. I hope you know that. You know some people have money and they are, they are unhappy. So God never really talks in terms of just money. Money is limited. So he said the blessing make it rich. That word rich is full supply. The blessing maker rich and it removes every sorrow. That's how you know you're walking in the blessing. You're making moves, oh boy. It's not from a point of hustle. It's not stressing. If I, once you see stress, and that's what happens to me, if I'm struggling for something, I leave it. If struggling becomes too much, mm-mm-mm. God has never done anything in my life that was gotten by struggle. If you get it by struggle, you won't thank him well. You will thank yourself. That's why I preached someone, he said this one time that said, it's not the rich that gives, it's the blessed that gives. The rich don't give, it's the blessed that give. Rich people are stingy, rich people that suffer for their money. They find it, every time they want to give, because they, they know they suffer. 
They used to get that one million. Hey, they can never give it. But you that were blessed, you got it by the blessing. It's very easy to give. Hmm. Peace is your default. Number what? Five. There's a reduction in your personal prayer points. Less personal prayer points. That's why you can't be in a prayer chain or whatever that they are begging for personal prayer points every day. You can't join such. For, I mean, what, okay, me now, me. What am, I, what am I going there now? What am I praying? God, give me what, what again? Long past that stage. If you are still at that stage, you see, your joining such keeps you there. This is how you deactivate the blessing by doing things that keep you outside the blessing. Oh God, rescue me. From who? So what mean? What am I praying? Oh God, do what? Do what? No. Don't need any rescue. That's what that's how you do. You less personal prayer points. Prayer becomes a time of fellowship with God. Or a time where you are interceding for other people. You are praying for your family members that are not born again. You are praying for Nigeria. Praying for other things. Not, uh, oh God, every day give me shoe, give me bread. Number what? Six. Unusual favor becomes normal for you. You walk in favor. That means... You are always seeing the help of God in everything that you do. Esther was like that. Esther was going for beauty pageants to, for who will marry the king. And the Bible says she did not use all the things. All the other girls that were using Kayamata. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, just continue your life. All the other people were using all kinds of rubbish. We're doing everything that they could do. The Bible says, Esther said, I didn't need that. Because the favor of God is enough. You will enjoy favor when you are walking in the blessing. You will see that favor. Same thing happened to Daniel. He got there and they were eating things, sacrificed to idols. Daniel said, I can't eat these things. They gave him only vegetables and all that. And he told them, come and check. He looked better than the people that were eating junk. In other words, the favor of God was there. When you're walking in the blessing, favor follows you. And lastly, I have to end now. You will have, when you're walking in the blessing, you have unending progress. Unending what? Progress. The Bible said the path of a just man is a shining light. That means, even when others think God is done with you, a new chapter opens. Even when they are celebrating your last testimony, a new chapter opens. Hallelujah. Unending progress. For anyone going through stagnation here, at the decree today, the blessing is activated for you in the name of Jesus. You will never have a previous better year. You can't be saying last year was better for me than this year. It will never be your portion. Every year will be an improvement on the previous. In the mighty name of Jesus. Unending progress. Not just for you, but for your generations. Your children will be better than you. That's why he was the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob, the whole country of Israel is a person. They changed Jacob's name to Israel. Imagine a country of Kingsley. And it's now the best country in the world. That's what the blessing does. Remember that what he told Abraham, I'll make you a great nation. 
Abraham didn't have any child that time. You see, because when God starts the blessing in your life, it doesn't stop with you. Oh, that's why you can't be a Christian. You don't pay tight. You don't, you don't fellowship with God. You don't do what you are laying foundation for generations. For you, you don't care. Just think of only yourself. It's generational blessing. Generational blessing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Unending progress. Your last promotion will not be the last. The last car you bought will not be the last. The last house you bought will not be the last. When people thought they've seen you finish, God will start a new thing. In the name of Jesus. When they think God is done with you, God will start another one. The last house you built will not be the last. The last job, breakthrough job you got will not be the last. The last contract you got will not be the last. In the name of Jesus. The blessing. Can we lift your hand wherever you are and just give him thanks? Lord, we thank you. We are blessed. We have no prayer points today. We are just thanking you for the blessing that you have put upon our lives. Go ahead and give him thanks. Give him thanks this morning. Let God hear you this morning. Open your mouth this morning. Father, we'll thank you. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.